0: danger in writing songs about the people you know. Hi everybody and welcome to Dirty Work Minute. It's the podcast where we're watching the 1998 Norm Macdonald film Dirty Work, one minute at a time. And I'm one of
1: your hosts, David K. Jones. And I'm John Yabbis And breaking news, David. Oh, So, Jeremy Castillo yeah. just phased back into existence. Oh, thank God. Apparently he just went to an alternate timeline where Sad to say, uh, sex robots rule the earth, oh. right? Which is ironic because today on this podcast, yeah. we have a very special guest, the man who has mm-hmm. actually created sex robots that are so real. As of this moment, they are petitioning for voting rights. <laughs> May I introduce the inventor of the realistic sex robots. I want voting rights, Anthony Negrelli.
2: Hey everyone, thank hey. thank you, thank you for having me on the on the Dirty
1: Work. Oh, it's you. good, it's good to have you here.
2: It's good to be on. Uh, I got a lot of issues lot of important things I want to talk about. And I thought, what better venue than the Dirty Work Minute to get oh, yeah. the word out yeah. about these important uh, sex robot yeah. uh, I'm, issues.
1: And what a time for Jeremy Castilla to come back from a, a timeline where the world has been ravaged by sex robots to come back to another timeline where sex robots are now just just starting to gain uh, some traction, some foothold yeah. into yeah. society. No, so.
2: I'm, I'm here to issue all these people a warning that your dream... Is my rea- is my nightmare in my reality. Oh. Do you know what I mean? I thought I was going to invent the sex robot, and I was thinking that I was basically going to be a hero for all of mankind. Right. Yeah. And it turns out I actually created the mechanism for its ultimate destruction.
1: Mm, yeah, shouldn't have done that. And so, you know, you know like I, I, I was too embarrassed to bring it up, right? But like I had bought one of your, I had bought one of your sex robots. Uh-huh. You know, just you know, just for because uh, I'm lonely. Right. And uh, and then it wouldn't stop crying, so I had to send it back. I, I did not know if that would offend you or anything, but... Uh, offend me? No, actually, that
2: crying feature is the number one... It's the reason why the thing even sold in the first place. I mean, the first yeah. batches of it, you know, it was like the robot was all having a good time and everything. And those things didn't sell a single... Model, and it wasn't really until we incorporated the crying feature Mm. that we really discovered. You know, our that's when we they say we hit our stride,
0: yeah. I guess that makes them more seem more human, like that's a more human emotion.
1: Breaking news here. So the house just, just right now just passed, passed a bill to add an amendment to the constitution to give the sex robots the, the right to vote. So we'll get, keep you guys updated as to what happens with these sex robots. But as, as it's looking now, it's on its way to, to being ratified. So oh, wow. this is exciting so, times, exciting yeah, times, a lot of progress. It
0: starts with thunderous applause. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I myself. Oh, can... Also, John, put your phone
1: away when we're recording.
0: Oh. You're just reading the note, the news. Oh, yeah, while we're recording, could you yeah. could you not do yeah, that? Yeah,
1: sorry. You know, I'm just, I get all these alerts. You know, I'm a very important yeah. man. Well, it's just,
2: I mean, it's distracting because you just insist on using the phone with the VR headset. You know what I mean? You look oh, like a yeah, yeah, yeah. look like a techno robot over there, just kind of staring at your screen from yeah. two inches away. Oh, you I know, just uh, I
1: I have my wallpaper to uh, bounds and booties. You know,
2: so. <laughs> you see, you think you think people can't see what you're seeing because the screen, you're in your own little VR thing, but we know what you're watching when your pants are around your ankles. Uh yeah, you know, so I'm very, I'm very open. You're not getting away with anything, you know. We're sitting right next to you. I no, know no. you're in your virtual space, but we're in real space.
1: I'd just like to formally apologize. <laughs> I just, I just recently bought a sex robot that was defective, so yeah. I had to go back to to watching. You took a step
0: classic, back technologically. Uh, yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. So forgive me if I no. come off extra horny on this podcast.
0: <laughs> well, especially because this minute, minute number 22, is uh, a very sexy minute of dirty work. It starts with our, our special cameo of uh, Satan, played by Adam Sandler. Yeah. He's just speaking gibberish until he gets to, We eat the pig, and then together we Burn!
1: burn.
0: burn. burn. and it ends with Don Rickles as Mr. Hamilton saying right now I'm going to explain my management style for the benefit of the new guys
1: which is is amazing so you got like um, a shoe of uh, stand-up comedians yeah you know what I'm saying? Like, it's all over this minute. So, I mean, it's very... As a, as a stand-up comedy fan, this is a minute especially for you, I think. If you, do, if you don't find joy in this minute, then you're... Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know what you're missing out, but you're missing something.
2: I, I think when you look at a guy like Don Rick, Rickles, right? He's like he's like this legendary character. And I think one of the reasons is you look at the type of words he uses. And I think, you know, when you're this like really aggressive person, if you call someone dummy, he calls <laughs> all of the employees dummy. You know what I mean? And that's like... I think that's the, that's one of those words that people find insulting, yet it's just enough under the radar where you can say it out loud to a group of people and not, you know what I mean? But it's, it's, it's like insulting enough where people feel it. Yeah. Like they yeah, don't, yeah. like nobody likes being called dummy. As silly as it sounds, if someone's like, oh, good job, dummy, you know what I mean? You'd, you'd be like, hey. Hey
0: I'm, hey, I'm not so dumb. <laughs> and nobody gets fired for calling somebody a dummy.
1: Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Especially if we're the guy that wants to report the dead. Like, what did he call you? Oh, he called me a dummy. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, the HR would probably be like, "Get out of here, you dummy! Like, why, why are you complaining about that word?"
2: Right, exactly. So it's just—it's it's just perfect enough to keep you off balance. Yeah. But you know, it's like I just the, the second he said that, I'm just like the the you know, intent is
1: there, and you just need the you. You just need the right inflection and the right comedian to do it so
2: right because if i was thinking like if i had to go in like i would i would have gone you know, way over the top, you know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> like, I would have been, like, they're like, okay, you need to be a mean boss, and I would have said something that would immediately get me fired by HR, you know what I mean? It's mm. just like, I just, but he's got that, like, he's been, he's been that guy for so many years, he's yeah. just, he's got that right touch to it, he knows how to, like, be aggressive, but, like, that, that special kind of aggressive, yeah, I no, yeah. I love it.
1: I think especially when you're dealing with comics like, um, like Don Rickles, right? You know, like this guy was hanging out with gangsters in the, in the fifties yeah. and the sixties, him and Jerry Lewis, right? And like, we like to look at comedians, what they're doing now is edgy and, and, uh, groundbreaking. But like, dude, there's some of these OGs, you know what I'm saying? Like, you're dealing with people that would just have killed them instantly if they weren't funny enough. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Imagine, like, you have to be so funny that the mob won't kill you. That is, uh. <laughs> That is a uh, that is that is something else. I I don't like to think of like killing as being so easy to do that someone
2: would kill me just for not being funny. You know? It's <laughs> like I'm just really hoping that at least in America it's just hard enough to kill me, <laughs> where people will decide that that's not the punishment. They'll just be like, leave, and we don't like you, and we're not going to give you any money, and we hurt your car. You know, it's like yeah. I'm okay with that. Like <laughs> yeah. I. But I just think of somebody who's just like, can you imagine someone who's so serious about entertainment
1: that they're like, I can't believe this person didn't entertain me. I need to end their life. That, or you just get a lifetime stint in Las Vegas. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, risk reward. <laughs> <laughs> But We also we also got this very special cameo from Adam Sandler yeah. in this minute. Oh yeah. We're doing his his whole Adam Sandler thing which is uh I love it when we're so easy to uh kind of roast Satan. <laughs> you know what I'm saying there's been so many comedic portrayals of Satan you know, right. at this point it's almost like that guy must be peeved that he's not getting what Nobody's he's, scared he's like, of him. Yeah, he's like, yeah. "Wait,
2: who the fuck is playing me? Adam Adam Sandler?
1: <laughs> A Jewish guy? Really? <laughs> yeah.
2: He's fucking cross oh he's cross-eyed? Oh come on. I don't even wear the tights anymore.
1: <laughs> you know what I mean? Where do you got all those like horn imagery from? I don't have horns.
2: So. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus.
1: I don't want to roast pigs and eat them and
2: then burn. I mean, (laughs) I like to too, but I mean, you know, stand back. It's a little hot over here. Yeah, (laughs) that's
0: actually, like, that depiction of Satan, he's very generous. He's like, let's eat a pig together. Yeah. Just you, me, and Gary Coleman, we'll eat this whole pig. Yeah. And then we can burn. Right. People think he's all burned. Yeah. It's and burn. Yeah. So there's
2: something before the and. And I think people forget that. No, you know, they, they're they a little bit all down on Satan. I think they're a little too glass <laughs> glass half empty on that one. They're they're all thinking about the eternity of damnation. They're forgetting about the free pig.
1: And yeah. uh, David just said the other, other very special cameo. Yeah. This doesn't mean it's packed full of special all cameos. Because Gary Coleman is also, yes. also pops in a, to, to do a little surprise hello. I don't know. I don't know if you guys are Silver Spoons fans. Or, <laughs> wait, was he Never in Silver Spoons? It. Um, was, it, was it Silver Spoons he was, it was in? On... I know we, just, we should probably shouldn't spend a lot of time trying to figure this out. Yeah, but. different strokes. Different strokes. There we go. Who the who the hell was in Silver Spoons? But uh, R- Ricky Schroeder. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, he was. <laughs> wasn't he? I've never even
0: seen that <laughs> show. I just know <laughs> that <laughs> trivia. Wow. <laughs>
1: He was in that movie where the boxer died too, and it was like the saddest <laughs> film. I thought Gary Coleman was scarier than Satan. Yeah, he's <laughs> well, just laughing. Yeah, I was just gonna say well, because, like, you know, at that at that at that time, right? Like, who knows if the if Satan exists, right? Right. But Gary Coleman definitely existed, <laughs> and who knows what that guy could have done to you? You know yeah.
2: what I'm saying? So you know, that's one thing that lets me believe that, like, maybe hell is not as bad as everyone <laughs> says it is, right? Yeah. Because look at look at Gary Coleman, right? Like. He, he's not the devil right he got sent to hell right and look he's having a great time right yeah. he's laughing he's having fun he's in the convertible with you <laughs> yeah you know what i mean it's you just like newspaper. you right. ever notice that like everyone's so scared of going to hell but it always looks like whoever's chilling with the devil is having a great time yeah yeah you know
1: well i just like to imagine you know if it existed right everyone that i really like to hang out with right definitely not getting into heaven. <laughs> Right, Mm. because we're not like I don't know. I don't know how strict it is to it is to get into heaven, but it seems like a pretty exclusive club. You know what I'm saying? So, according to
2: some people, there's there's actually like a finite. You know how like most Christians are just like, yeah, everybody is in, right? And then there's like some Christians that are like, nope, actually, there's an exact amount of people that are going to heaven, and if you're not one of them, then sucks to be you. Yeah, that's pretty grim. Yeah,
0: Yeah. Uh, ironically, (laughs) that number is 666 people. Uh, in heaven, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Iron Maiden's on that list.
1: <laughs> that would be, that'd be kicking the ass. <laughs> Wait a minute, you tell me, Iron Maiden isn't in hell? <laughs> Where are you supposed to rock out it on here? It's like there's like 24 hours of Smash Mouth. Or something. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> Somebody wants. To know. Uh, I won't won't sing it. I don't know. (laughs) Legal-wise, if you could actually sing that song. I don't know.
2: Was that... That song... I feel like that song was popular in 1998 when (laughs) Dirty Work was... Yeah, yeah. Absolutely.
1: I'm pretty close. Uh Maybe like a year or two later. I don't know the exact... I wonder... You know what? I wonder if there's a...
2: um, you know how uh, you'll get into a song, and some songs you start to like so much that, you know, it's cool. You'll listen to them on repeat and all those things, but eventually you'll get tired of it. I wonder if there's, like, a number. Hmm. Like, uh, like, you got... You got this many listens of any song right. you really like, right? It's like if you listen to your favorite song 200 times, let's say, you just kind of you like it less. You don't know why, what you do. I wonder if there's an actual number for song like, likeability, you know, because I have to admit there's definitely like a sweet spot. There's a point where you didn't, when you never heard it, maybe you heard it for the first time, liked it a little
0: bit, and then you get to the point where you
2: really like it, you're listening to it all the time, and then it, you fall off that curve, yeah. right? Someone's got to do a study on this.
0: Yeah, I think it's it's very contextual. Like, if the song gets popular, I think you have less, the number goes down. You know what I mean? Like, like you can listen, if your favorite song is a song no one else is into, then you oh, can right. it like a million times before it starts to get to you. Oh, yeah. You don't get any of those
2: extra listens. It's just the good stuff. Just yeah. The, yeah. So
0: maybe that, that number, it's like a, it's a universal number spread out amongst everyone. So if it's like a number one song. Oh, then Like, 10 million people have already heard it. Like, that's 10 million listens. You know what it's like? It's like, you ever hear of uh, LD50
2: when it comes Mm -hmm. to how toxic a substance is for consumption? Basically, Uh uh, the LD50 of a number is when you give a a lab rat Mm -hmm. this much of a substance let's say 100 milligrams right the ld50 is the the point where 50 of the rats will die ah. so if i give them 100 milligrams of this substance 50 of the rats died they, they consider that the ld50 of how toxic that substance right. is i forgot why i brought that up <laughs> it's like mm-hmm. uh, pop songs <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah so pop songs <laughs> right pop songs it'd be kind of interesting to know how potent a song was and uh, the way you could measure a song's potency is how fast it became like this vapid thing you know right. I mean, where you didn't even care about it anymore yeah. like you listen to a song 10 times and you're sick of it it's got like a it's got a music depth rating of 10 mm, right, you know mm. you listen to a song a hundred times and you're
1: still hearing new shit you know that's a mozart level right. of potency Pretty sure that put a lot of musicians minds at ease <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i don't know that their stuff has a everything has a as a timeline a beginning and an end but you know i I'm more worried about being the guy that comes off it like an asshole you know that's like oh i heard that song months before it came out you know you don't want to be that guy either because yeah, that guy sucks <laughs> <laughs> it's like yeah i'm hearing it now i'm enjoying it now so go screw yourself yeah stop telling me that i'm not allowed to enjoy it yeah just because you heard it months before me <laughs> that's exactly how they sound like <laughs>
0: Those guys. So, uh, one last cameo I noticed in this minute is at the movie theater. The movie theater workers, one of them is Kevin Farley, Chris Farley's brother. You can see him in the Y chat. You can see him better in the next minute, I think.
1: Yeah, he has some lines. Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. You know what? I know who you're talking about.
1: Imagine having to live in that shadow, you know what I'm yeah. saying? That is, uh, oh man, that must have been, like, can you imagine as soon as Chris Fry died? And then, like, they're like, but don't worry, there's another Farley brother. <laughs> and Kevin's at home just, like, just, like, sweat beating on his forehead. Like, him, like, crushing uh, soda cans and stuff like that, going like, oh God, oh God,
2: <laughs> you're going to want me to perform. Gil's got to give him the old magic. here goes. <laughs>
1: It must like just to know that every one of your performances will be rated not as good as Chris Farley. (laughs) Yeah. You know,
2: like looking at this scene now, like on the screen, seeing like the people all lined up at the movie theater, I always think to myself like, I I want like another person I got to go back and murder (laughs) is the person who decided that we're going to get hourly employees to wear shit like bow ties. Do you know what I mean? It's just like, do you know how much I make? I have to wear a bow tie to work. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> like, you know, it's just like, where do you think I'm working at? It, uh, It's almost like we're going to pay homage back to the 19th, the golden era of films. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. You know, and <laughs> imagine that those people probably hated their uniforms too. So. Yeah. They always do that to people. Like, I remember at one time, like, you'd, you remember, like, sometimes you'd walk in, like, there was a period where you'd walk into McDonald's and you'd be like, damn, why is everyone so dressed up <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> in McDonald's? Like,. Jesus, these people already have a hard enough time. Let them be comfortable. Yeah. Like Jesus.
1: You know. You know. Like <clears throat> I was in the uh, I was in the military for a little bit, and uh, I remember <laughs> we're doing war games, and uh, we had like it was historic because yeah. it was the first time we invited the Chinese and the and the Russian uh, navies navies to participate. I don't know if you remember that, but I remember we we mm-hmm. were there to watch them come to port and and dock and <laughs> and uh <laughs> like I don't want to sound like you know all. <laughs> Look at us, America, da, 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 da. right? But like, dude, the Russians and the Chinese when they come out off those boats, they were dressed mean mugging everyone like they were just a bunch of Ivan Drago clones. <laughs> and uh, like because like the, the 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 Russian submariners they all wear these these white and red striped body tight shirts yeah. with like uh like with those with those cargo pants and the boots, you know, and they're all jacked and they're all like six foot five. <laughs> And then like, it's gotta suck inside yeah, a submarine. The, yeah. And then the, all the Chinese are in like the same, uh, jumpsuit and they all, they were right next to each other. Right. So it was almost like this really weird tension we all had. But like at the same time, I just wanted to be like, dude, these uniforms do not help. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, did they just watch, did they just watch American media and been like, listen, this is what they're afraid of. Apparently we're going to dress up <laughs> exactly like this <laughs> and come to their, they come to their ports dressed like this. It was, <laughs> it was so bizarre. Yeah. That's amazing though I, I like that like america
2: in this thing kind of sounds like the bad news bears <laughs> or like the rocky of yeah, yeah. like of, of like submarine groups <laughs> you know what i mean like there's the uh there's like the Russians and they're like in their sub and it's all scientific and you know it's like that you know Cold war science kind of minds right. and they're all the green lights right and the red lights kind of thing and then you go into like the American sub and they're they're just like some guys down there like pedaling
1: you okay. know basically, I mean? it's like, basically it's just down
2: periscope yeah. <laughs> some guys looking at the periscopes like yeah. checking out some boobs on the beach whenever you if you just play golf on top of it, you know what I'm saying? That's the sub life. I, you know what though, like. I like America to be that person and still win because nothing makes people angrier. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you like the the people that are super disciplined, they're doing that because they believe that to be the superior method of behaving. Yeah. And it's just so funny when p- someone puts all their time and ten- energy. They're so serious about something, and you're like, ah, whatever, <laughs> and
1: you beat them. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, that's well, how
2: I feel like America is. Yeah.
1: There's always a reason why there's like one guy and everyone. Is- them uh like inventory groups or something like that why there's always a reason why one of them is always nicknamed the joker you know, yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying or yeah. joker because like you know you have senses of, sense of humor yeah. <laughs> you, need, you need that
2: you need that and it's like it's like I said it's just like way more insulting when like you know the rich kids with all their toys have to go oh, I guess we are the rich kids with all <laughs> toys yeah. But yeah, it's just it's just funny though. Like I, I right. like it's 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 funny when someone takes themselves too seriously, yeah. and then like the underdog like punches them in the face. It's great. <laughs> yeah. But the United States, I guess, we're not the underdog, but they were trying. They were trying to intimidate yeah. us, right?
1: Yeah. Sometimes we like to me- to make ourselves look like we are, but you know, <laughs> everyone knows. the truth. Yeah.
2: <laughs> See, I, I see. That's the thing. I kind of would prefer that everyone believe us incompetent. Like you know, like the car builders in that movie with Michael Keaton.
0: Oh yeah. Right,
2: mm-hmm. gung ho. Oh right? yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? It's just like, I I want everyone to see us that way. And then you surprise them. I I, Like, I'd rather have that. I don't want to be like this. I don't want to be viewed like the way the Soviets are viewed or any of those, uh, like like a Putin or whatever like that. I like that we got the clown. (laughs) 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 You know what I mean? But Russian, if you read the different stories, right, of like time and history, if you read Russia's story... That bitch reads like a tragedy. You know what I mean? <laughs> if you look at America in our happy ending, it reads like a comedy. You know what I mean? That's the two sides of the mask right there. You know what I mean? It's like, we're comedy. They're tragedy.
0: <laughs> so you guys got anything else for this minute? <laughs> <laughs> That's just, uh,
1: great comedians. Yeah. Rest in peace, Don Rickles. <laughs> and Don Rickles Gary Coleman. Gary yeah, Coleman.
0: We love you, Adam Kevin Sandler. Kevin Parley. Adam Sandler. Uh, piece, my they're, homies. They're not yeah. dead.
2: Yes, they are. their careers are oh oh, oh. Hey guys,
1: bre- yeah. <laughs> breaking news here, guys. Sorry, I had my phone <laughs> up, David, and, but uh, apparently it was gonna the, the law was gonna go p- past the Senate, but uh, Jeremy Castillo showed up and filibustered the uh, the law. So now we're at a standstill. Oh, basically he's uh, telling everyone that uh, the future does not look too bright for yeah. for a world controlled by sex robots. I never,
2: I never thought I would say this, but Jeremy Castillo is literally our only hope.
1: He literally has the message. He knows what the future yeah, is he's like. Seen
2: it. Like no one else can save us. And yeah, yeah, like yeah. it has to be him. It's that, or we're gonna learn a whole lot about time. <laughs> it's so weird. I always thought to myself when I saw someone so doing something so incredible, so righteous, so good. <laughs> you want to help them, right? You wanna, yeah. you want to help them, but like, what do you do? You yeah. know, what I mean? What could I? How could I possibly help a being as powerful as Jeremy? Uh-huh. Despite <laughs> my wanting to further his good cause, right? Yeah. right? It's like, how do you? How does a regular person help Superman? What are you gonna do? You're gonna help him carry something? You know what I mean? (laughs) Like, what do you? How are you helping Superman? I think about that every
1: time I think about Jeremy.
2: How do I help Superman?
1: It sounds like you're trying to make make up for something. So I mean, like, I think (laughs) I think the best route for you to do, since you and Jeremy are literally the two only men who've ever created time travel uh Yet. yeah 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 uh you, maybe you could get together and uh come up with a solution to this problem
0: yeah The sex robots that you created yeah
1: you're like uh you're like the tony stark of perverts <laughs>
2: <laughs> I, that's you know what it's funny it's actually uh that's what my third grade teacher told me oh yeah okay. she's she, like she's yeah. like i see a lot of promise in you you're like uh Tony Stark of perverts.
1: Who uh, yeah. is a dude? <laughs> and I was like, and
2: I immediately knew that my calling was science. Uh,
1: was your was was your teacher a guy? I guess
2: that's how uh, he identifies
1: now. Uh, oh, okay. But uh, yeah, yeah
2: okay. he wasn't always that way. Oh, okay,
1: well, I was right. gonna say like that. Uh, looks like going to some risque areas. A teacher calling a third grader uh, Tony Stark of perverts. <laughs> uh, I,
2: I think he just. I think he just meant that. Uh, you know I was going to use my brilliant scientific mind for sexual reasons,
1: mm yes kind of like when you drill that hole in the potato. <laughs> <laughs> I think the amazing part is I didn't realize that when I put my dick in the potato
2: the light bulb would go on Man, <laughs> you like know I mean? and I was like holy shit science you is completed. amazing. Yeah. <laughs> so Someone completed, completed up potatoes. And that's that's I actually used that to pick up my first girlfriend. I was just like come on baby we're just completing a circuit. We Watch. just got to complete the circuit. Watch this. <laughs> <laughs> Here hold this light
1: bulb baby. Watch this shit. <laughs> Imagine going home like calling your best friend listen i don't I don't, know, I don't know i don't know how to bring this up but he 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 had sex with a potato and the <laughs> and the light bulb on the on the potato turned on <laughs> and he tried to make that a metaphor for trying to turn me on yeah. i don't know if he's trying to call me a potato <laughs> right. but there's something in that story that's offensive to me i don't know
0: <laughs> it's weird that worked with the with the condom on because we uh, know yeah. that rubber is generally an insulator yeah, yeah, yeah. Science. Yeah, science yeah it's yeah. electric yeah. <laughs>
2: Boogie woogie woogie.
0: <laughs> uh, Anthony, will you be able to join us tomorrow for minute twenty three? uh apps at yes. Okay, oh. awesome, listeners. I hope that you guys tune in tomorrow and find out what happens <laughs> in minute twenty three. What uh, Mr. Hamilton's management style is for the new guys, and uh, yeah, we'll see it. We'll see you then. I've I've never seen Pootie Tang. <laughs> Our theme song is Emotional by Ora Bora. You should check them out and a bunch of other awesome bands at failedorbitrecords.com. And we'd like to give special thanks to the Star Wars Minute podcast, through whom all things are possible.
1: If I, if I could be more honest with you, with you gentlemen, I, uh, the only re- like, I don't want to sound like a creep or anything, but I, I just asked if the robot was into pegging. Right. And then apparently she just wasn't, you know, so. Yeah. Just, to, just put people's minds at ease. Yeah, I
0: think I mean, that was a weird choice to make sex robots that aren't into certain sex acts.
1: Yeah, yeah. Right. And, but everyone has their preferences, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, you I know, mean.
0: Just because we, you know,
2: we created sex robots doesn't mean we're monsters. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: even if you, like, put, you know, a $9,000 deposit on it and uh, just hope it'll work, but, you know, no hard feelings. You live and you learn. Yeah.
2: You know, and, and, and sometimes people, you know, they it's if it's too easy, you know what I mean? If it's just right there, if you're just like, Oh, peg me and the robot's like, Yeah, you know what I mean? It's like where's the where's the relationship? Where are you gonna grow from there? You know what I mean? You gonna do pegging day one, John? You gonna do that right out the gates? You're gonna be that guy?
1: Well, you know. First date. Relationships aren't the thing I'm really looking for. You know what I'm saying? Not even her what her sign is. Uh, I don't believe in signs. <laughs> Maybe if I was more adept to that, I could have seen this one coming. Yeah.
0: So, you know. But I think it, it is interesting, Anthony, when you design all of these sex robots, you gave each one their own individual sign. Like they're not all Sagittarius, or right? Anything,
2: because right. the fact of the matter is, no one's ever born at the same time as someone else. I mean, unless they're literally born right. at the exact same time and place as someone else. So, the only two people that have under my system the same signs are twins basically because everyone is and not Gemini. born at a different like you might be born in April, mm-hmm. but I was born in April a year later. That ain't the same month. Right? Oh, right. Yeah, exactly. Why should we be the same sign? You know what I mean? And what it turns out is I was looking it up and turns out there are a lot of stars. I don't know if people know that. Oh, yeah. People seem to think they are just 12 of them and there's only room for 12 signs. It's like we got 12 stars, right? Why don't we only have 12 signs? Turns out lots of stars. Looks like everybody gets a sign. And I'm signing people up, all right? You guys can go ahead and send me a uh, check. Uh, written out to uh, the star registry I have going uh, so you too can have your own unique astrological sign. You know, for...
0: I, I have a question about about the future sex robot uprising that we're going to see. Is it because you are actually building one sex robot for each star in the universe so we're going to have billions and billions of sex robots?
2: Right. That was the original plan. Mm. See, like... That's, that's a,
0: too many sex robots.
2: Yeah. You know, but the, the funny thing about sex robots is it gets kind of weird. It's like... Like, you know, is it my turn? Is it your turn? Are we sharing these robots? Mm, And I realized that, like, okay, this isn't going to work. There's just got to be a sex robot for every conceivable uh, life form. That exists in Uh, the galaxy. So that's why I thought, well, if there's one for every star in the sky, you know, that should get me pretty close to, you know, hitting that number. uh So I I thought that was kind of a good vision statement for the company. You know, when the people are in the factory building their sex robots, I don't want them just attaching dongers and boobs and stuff like that all day long Uh and think like, what am I doing this for? Is there an end goal? Are we just going to build sex robots forever? No, no. No, there is, uh, there is a mission, and that is to literally have one for every star in the galaxy, so.